everyone, welcome back. We are on our last song covering our Midtown Music EP. I'm here with our worship leaders from our family of churches. Let's go around and do a quick introduction. Hey, I'm Catherine with Midtown Two Notch. My name is Jay Hendricks with our downtown church. And I'm Andrew Flowers with our Lexington church. So far, we've heard from music that Catherine wrote, that Jay wrote. On this last one, we're going to be talking to you, Andrew, and the song that you lead wrote for this EP, Haven. That's right. And would love for you to give us the backstory on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, back in 2018, um, I believe it was 2018, uh, we started this thing called the Songwriters Collaborative. And so, it uh, it really wasn't a primarily for writing church music. It was really primarily for just space for songwriters in our family of churches that want to write songs to be able to get songs across the finish line. Yep. It, Not Christian music, Christians making, making music. music. Hey, uh, I genuinely, you said that, you say that as a joke, but here's the thing. I, I actually, um, one of my favorite quotes that, uh, I kind of, I think I brought it up in the first week that we ever did songwriters collaborative was from CS Lewis. And, uh, as much as that is just super funny, uh, <laughs> it is in that direction. So, uh, the CS Lewis quote that really, uh, I think, uh, personified a lot of what we did in songwriters really well was he said, I believe that any Christian who's qualified to write a good popular book on any subject may do much more good by that than any directly apologetic or Christian work. What we want is not more little books about Christianity, but more little books by Christians on other subjects. Yeah. And so it was like a ton of what actually came out of songwriters were just good songs. Yeah. And like a lot of them were Godward and a lot of them were just good songs written by mm -hmm. people who live their lives in a Godward direction. And I think that actually lent itself well towards like some songs actually came out that were like, oh, this is actually a corporate song, right? Mm -hmm. So like this is actually something that is pushed in that direction. And even so like, man, uh, writing for the church is such a small target. Yeah. Right. It's such a small target to try and fit everything into that box. And so, you know, even if songwriters are listening or watching this stuff, it's like, just write songs. Yeah. You know, right? don't feel like because you're a Christian, it's like, well, I got to write worship music. Right. It's like, just yeah. write good songs. That's right. Um, yeah. What, that was one of my prompts. So, you know, I, I said this in the first episode, but, um, you know, I had all these voice memos and, and no prompt to do anything with them, That's to right. finish them, to get them to the finish line, to actually play them out or record them or just, just have the song finished. Yeah. Um, and I knew that, um, other friends were in the same boat. And so, uh, particularly I knew Matt Crawford was probably doing the same thing. I knew Kim Walsh was doing the same thing. I knew Melly, uh, was also doing it. And so it was, um, you know, and Nicole, and there ended up being, you know, four or five other people, um, in that room. And it really was like, these songs are a blessing yes. to me. Yes. Mm -hmm. And almost none of them are, something we would sing on a Sunday. Correct. But they're still um a part of a part of our life. Yeah. And um and that's been a big drive for me is to encourage what you just said is I, I want to encourage our people to write songs, to make art, 
um, even if it's not this perfectly pinned up sermon. I don't mm-hmm. want it to be, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I, I, that doesn't feel genuine. Um, and even the whole, like, are you Christians in a band <laughs> or are you a Christian, Christian band? Christian band? Um, yeah. One of my favorite kind of quotes around that was uh, John Foreman from Switchfoot got asked that like in the two thousands or whatever. And, you know, bands were just putting these like whole words around. It's like, well, we're like, Christians, but we're not Christians in like whatever. And it's like we're not a Christian band. It's like just so many things. And John Foreman just cut through it. He was like, anytime that my name or band is associated with Christ, I see that as a win. And it was like, yeah, that's awesome. So like Switchfoot is not writing these words worship songs. Right. He has written some. Yeah. <laughs> we played one this past week. Sure. Um, but the majority of his art is about the Christian life or about mm. the life. Or, yeah, seeing the world through the lens of God has radically right. shaped right. how I see everything. Yes. So, when I make art, it doesn't need to necessarily be a cross. No. It can be something entirely, but I'm looking through the lens. That's right. And it doesn't have to be That's overt right. and explicit. And so, it, it's cool because that was 2000, what? 18. That was 2018. We started doing that. And then, you know, most of the stuff that I write isn't for Sunday stuff. Yeah. Um, but I've been able to put out, you know, two records over the past. I mean, kind of three, three years. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Um, Listener of Midtown Midweek. <laughs> Trev music. We'll, Just check we'll the intro. Be very um, familiar. But, you know, for that, it's been uh, cathartic for me to be able to write those songs, to play those songs out and to share those moments with with other people who have heard them in in our city um and in our church family but then also uh, kim is putting out an album in the next few weeks yep and matt crawford is putting out an album in the next few weeks yep. and they are going to be blessings to that's our right. city and um they're also they're not sermons that's they right. are uh songs about life and yeah. I think that everybody's going to be able to relate to them and I'm just really proud of them Absolutely. Uh, for pushing through on that and and making that art and I think paving the way hopefully for uh, other listeners uh, <laughs> who are interested in, in creating oh, art yeah. and putting that out That's and, right. um, and just and just doing it because yeah. we need it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. it like frees people up to be like oh like God is the creator of good things and so like he's doing a good thing in me and like creating is like pleasing to him even yeah. if it's not like jesus saved my soul but like yeah. talking about other ordinary things that god is that's right as much involved in yeah, yeah. and I, I think for so long i would write songs and get halfway through them and be like well this isn't going to be good enough to record so i'm going to stop or this isn't going to be good enough to play on a sunday so i'm going to stop mm-hmm. when it's like actually that again that's such a small target yeah that it's like, but the whole goal is not just for Sunday stuff. That's right. And this could be a blessing. I, I remember one of the things we talked about in one of the first songwriters things was one of my favorite Columbia songwriters. He was playing a show and he was doing requests. And I was like, will you play this one song? And he said, oh, Jay, I don't remember the words of that song. And I'm thinking, I listen to this song every single day. Yeah. <laughs> this song means so much to me. And the person who wrote it has probably listened to it less than I have, yeah. but it's been a blessing to me when it's like, you don't know what the Lord's going to do with whatever art you're going to create. And, and you probably will never know That's right. the full impact of that, but it doesn't mean it's, it's unimportant for us to yeah. finish and, and share in the communal space. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, so that, that was 
the whole idea of songwriters collaborative and that uh not just uh, a space to be able to learn about songwriting but a space to like actually provide some accountability with songwriting too of like mm. hey we're coming back in two weeks and you got to bring something you got to bring something have that pressure that's right that's right uh or uh some pressure but uh for everybody that was in that room songwriting is not their job it's something that they want to do, mm-hmm. but it's it's like, you're not going to get fired if you, you know, don't do this. But because we're doing this thing together, it's like, bring something. So... Some accountability too. That's right. So, Haven was one of those songs that I brought. I, I hadn't written it before, but uh, we were supposed to bring in something for um, for for that week. And I, I forget if even... I forget if there was a prompt for the song that we were bringing in or not. But, but brought- for you, you're not, you weren't like, I feel like I remember talking to you about when I, like in my free time, my brain is going to songs and melodies nope. and I'm voice memoing and writing yeah. stuff down. And you were like, I don't do that. That's that not way. me. That's not how I think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's not me. So, I, I mean, uh, I went into college thinking I was going to be an engineer. So, mm-hmm. like that, that is more of how my mind works. And so I needed that kind of prompting of like, mm-hmm. you need to sit down and write a song because that's not necessarily how I process with the Lord, and that that's not how I process emotion. And so, but it's still uh, a good thing for me to work in and practice in. So uh, I had heard uh, this quote from the Church Father Augustine um, years even prior to that, but the quote is. Our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I, that was just such a vivid picture for me. Um, and, you know, even back in 2018, prior to a global pandemic, it was like, it feels like we're living in an age of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like we're living in a country and a culture that is just absent of a lot of rest. And a lot of people's hearts are restless and looking for something, looking for uh, someone to find rest in. So that that was that was the whole idea. That was the mm-hmm. whole idea behind the song. And originally, I wrote it to be uh, kind of in a plural voice. So I uh, I wrote it as the quote was written: "Like our hearts are restless until they find their rest in you." And so, <clears throat> and w- originally we wrote it in kind of more of a minor sad mm-hmm. not necessarily a sad feel but the verses are are more towards weird in need yeah. you know uh, we uh, we're tossed by every wave right but you you are faithful so uh Jay, I think you even you even have some of that original yeah. uh, f- of the f- of the first verse yeah, that we so can we listen did, to. We did a few few different takes on this before taking it to um, Zach, uh, songwriter, to kind of help us That's flesh right. it out. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so this was kind of the first take. This says twenty twenty. So yeah, um, classic. Yeah, there's some some good bass lines in here. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Uh, for that, but uh, they might be coming through. But yeah, I'll, pl- I'll play that just to yeah. kind of get a feel for the first uh, verse and chorus. We need a fickle people tossed by every wave. You, a faithful God, always are the same.
So that, I mean, I felt like, you know, I took that demo and I was like, all right, let's try to flesh this out. Let's beef it up a little bit. Um, but I, I I just felt dis, like discontent on how the chorus, what, we, right. what we were saying in the chorus and then even how we were navigating through it. And, um, and we kept, kept dinking around with That's it. Right. Uh, but even like, you know, trying to force uh, a, a circle into a square, uh, it was like, you know, we want when we're writing corporate songs to be very communal. That's and right. So, that's why it was like, how do we get to the we? We's. Yeah. yeah. How, mm-hmm. We, us, sure. our. Sure. Um, because I think that most of our songs are lacking in that. That's right. Um, but anyway, so, we, we had this idea. Felt like we really got it as far as we could. Um, I even created this like long ending of like, you know, halftime, just layered, layered vocals, vocals, everything yeah, on top yeah, of each other, uh, which is fun, but it was like, this isn't really getting to the heart of it. And so, That's we're right. able to take it to Zach and just get kind of a fresh perspective on it. Um, he kind of helped us say, pull out what we were trying to say right. without as much um, kind of filler or... I don't know. He just he was able to put a yeah. tone to it. That's it right. Certainly, and I, the demo feels more instrumental than the mm-hmm. previous demos sure. we've listened to. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it. We were trying to. Yeah, we were trying to move the song along, right? So I I got other people involved and tried to get instruments around it, and it. Yeah, it really did feel like. Okay, so the chorus. Kind of feels like it's a pre-chorus with some fat in the middle. And then the last line is the theme of the song. So yeah, like, right. we know that that's it. Yeah. And that was like the line you kind of started out with. That's right. right? That, that's yeah. exactly right. So that, that's what I started with. That's the theme of the song that that's what we're trying to get to. And so, uh, you know, we, we have the, um, the demo that Zach sent back. So what you'll hear in this is, so it's changed from plural to singular. So it's from we language to I language. Uh, the verses are much less minor chords, so much less kind of sad sounding and much more major. And then what he did with the chorus, which was really, really smart, is he took the We're Made For Yous, which is like, oh, this does sound like a Mm pre-chorus. So, he kind of moved it up um, and uh, kind of fleshed out some of the chorus um with what what was already kind of existing in the song but it's like it it just feels more fleshed out so yeah um, and yeah. I, I think even listening back to that demo I haven't listened to it in a long time yeah um i loved the words of you re you weave the fabric of our lives but yeah. i just hated how like churchy it felt sure. in the chords and everything only in your family we find home. It's just yeah. like I, this feels too cheesy or yeah. too cookie cutter. That's right. Um, and there's something there, but I'm yeah. so glad that he, we kept that weaving um, and piecing us together yeah. for the verses. And anyway, yeah. yeah so I'll, I'll right. play 
um, that demo that uh, Zach sent. I can get so lost, tossed by every wave, and you're a faithful God. You always are the same. From from dust into molded in your hands. I was pieced together for a greater plan. Felt like we were trying to do too much in the original pre-chorus. That's right. Until I rest in you I keep looking like I haven't found the truth Thank you God that you don't change I find haven in your grace My heart will rest, my heart will rest in you Yeah Yeah I've noticed with each of his takes on y'all's songs, sort of pulling it back a whole lot instrumentally mm-hmm. to right. let the melody and the lyrics shine forth, mm-hmm. yeah. which seems to like then jumpstart y'all to sort of like take that next That's kind right. of final polish. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It's simplified, but all you keep all the strong parts and you build around it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so, you know, we talked about it with... Um, with Jay song that he led wrote heal our hearts. It's like you look for the bright spots and it's like, okay, how, how can we get back to this direction? So, um, no, I, I was really thankful for that. And it, uh, the, I keep looking like I haven't found the truth. It's like, uh, you know, the salt, the lines that I don't write are usually my favorite. It's like, man, it's great that is so good. It was a great yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great line. Um, but yeah, so I, um, no, it was really great. So we, you know, we took that from Zach and demoed it out some more and, um, you know, really were able to, to take it to Kenny from there. So, um, yeah, I've been really blessed by, by the song and, um, even, you know, it's just starting from a quote from an ancient church father that, that I really enjoy and being able to see it come to life in a different way is yeah, it's just been really neat. Yeah. yeah, it's been really neat. And I feel like since changing it from like minor and feeling pulled back, it was like more of like a hopeful of like, yeah. oh, this will come to pass at yeah. some point, mm-hmm. whether in this life or the next of like, you're going to be faithful through the end and talking about like we're fickle people and like talking about our brokenness and weakness. It's like, but you're faithful, God. And it's yeah. like a hopeful, like my heart will rest and you're haven is your grace and so super cool yeah one thing i've noticed just in our conversations that i think is so cool is the common denominator of you're processing through these truths on your own you create something bring it to other people and they speak into it and they offer really charitable feedback and critique Mm. to then create something beautiful and i can't help but think these are sort of the values that our church, even in our life groups. These are things that we've been sort of instilling, even aside from creative, imaginative art of just honesty and vulnerability and speaking into it. So I just, I love that this is, this is the fruit of our church family really going after it. 
And I think something that like I've learned in working with a flow and Jay specifically in songwriting. And I think it's very easy to like place your worth or like, this is me that you're critiquing. And it's like, no, like we're doing this for the greater good of like those listening and like unraveling ties that you put into what you create. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then it's more freeing to like make it more about the listener yeah. And not about the person that's creating it, but it's like, okay, how can we point people to the creator of yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah. Well, I think even like one of the practices when we did the songwriters collab was, and I had to set it up every week. It was like, all right, this is what we're doing. If you don't want feedback on this song, do not play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because we want, we want to give feedback where you're looking for it. That's mm-hmm. right. So, um, and then we had to, we had to learn how to receive feedback. We also had to learn how to give it. So it was like, all right, everybody is going to have a bright spot. Mm-hmm. I really like that one chord you did. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's like, there's always going to be a bright spot and then something that you can work on. That's and right. so as a listener, if you've been given the freedom to say, Hey, I want your feedback on this. Did you get bored at any point? Because I want to know that mm-hmm. and and be able to receive that in a in a uh, a way that isn't offensive to me. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be the better for the betterment of the song, even if it's not a song that's going to be on a Sunday or even that you record. If you're if you're playing a song for someone, you want them to be engaged at least on some level. That's right. Um, and so, anyway, that that to me, the communal aspect of songwriting. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a new idea because I thought forever it was you write a song and you just got to be fake your confidence through it yep. and hope people, and hope people like it <laughs> yeah. or yeah. act like you don't care if people yeah. like it or not. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and there's certainly space for that of like, no, I, I wanted to create this and this is mine. Yeah. Um, but I, I like having the space of being able to text people like, Hey, I have this course. Is there anything yeah. here? That's right. Cause I'm in my head on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, and it helps you be, I mean, it helps you grow. It helps you be, yes. be a better songwriter, right. right? So, it's like, even if that song in particular, it's like, yeah, here's what you can work on. And you work on it. It's like, this song isn't necessarily the best thing I've ever written. But the next song you write. <laughs> it might it, be. Yeah. It, it might, might take from That's it. right. That's yeah. right. That next song is like, oh, I remember this from, you know, whatever. So That's right. Yeah. And it, it even to kind of hopefully give a preview for future songwriting. Yeah. Uh, one of the songs greater than that we didn't end up recording um, came about and, and uh, Zach helped work on it. And one of the parts that I really like about the song didn't end up being in the final version. Right. Um, and I told Zach, I was like, that's totally fine. I want to write a song with this part that we cut because I really like this yeah. part. I, kn- I know it doesn't fit in this recording, but I want to figure out how to make it work That's because right. when yeah. we let it at our church, it it really did work. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, even part of that is like, instead of forcing a, a uh, square peg into a, oh, yeah. a round hole, it's yeah. like, actually now instead of having a, a, a song that doesn't work that great, we're going to have two songs hopefully that do work mm-hmm. great. That's yeah. right. So, yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. I was going to ask, as far as Midtown music, songwriter stuff, I know you've been driving this creativity in our church family. Like, what are things sort of in your mind that you want to continue? Yeah. Forward so, with? something that I want to um, start um, 
soon, if if possible. Um, I'm also going on sabbatical in the fall, so I won't be here for that. Um, but I want to help our church family have space to interact with art that isn't just on um, Sunday or isn't just Sunday specific. Yeah. Um, and so I think we all benefit from uh, worshiping through experiencing art, even when it's not mm. buttoned up perfectly. Mm. Um, and I, I think that um, the, the, the big church has, has done somewhat of a poor job of encouraging and cultivating that, um, space. Um, and, and probably because we've seen a lot of bad quote unquote Christian art. So it's like, I'm allergic to it now and I don't want to be a part of it. Um, but one of the things that I want to do, um, in the next few months, and we're going to do this with, um, Kim, uh, her record and Matt's record, but in August do a show with them where they get to play those songs, but then also talk about the songs. And um, we get to hear, this is where this song came out of. This is why I wrote it. Um, and we get to hear that and then experience that from the life of a believer, the right, like from from the songwriter out of out of their life and getting to see how they interpret it and what God's doing through it. Right. Um, and I think that's an important thing for us to, to cultivate and have space for, for future songwriters to kind of pave the path in some ways uh, for future songwriters and mm-hmm. artists um, in general. Um, and so that's something that I want to cultivate and hopefully in the next few months, we get to see some of that experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. So you are going to listen to Haven now that's going to be released on Spotify and iTunes on Friday, search Midtown music, and we hope you enjoy it. Thanks. I can get so lost, tossed by every way. You're a faithful God, you always are the same. Formed from dust and dirt, molded in your hand. Peace together for a greater plan. I'm made for you. I'm made for you. My heart gets so restless until I rest in you. I keep looking like I. But thank you, God, that you don't change. I find haven in your grace. My heart will rest, my heart will rest in you. When I turn away, I've never been fulfilled. And when I turn to you, there's still weaving love and mercy growing day by day you thread into my soul a tapestry of grace I'm made for you I'm made
keep looking like I 